last time on the Book of the Raven. I miss Simeon for some reasons. A wyvern has landed on the rocky outcropping to your left. Kess, you are in the dragon's mouth. And I'm pissed. Um, are you trying to be stealthy at all, or...? I'm a 500-pound turtle. That's a fair point. The other thing is that as you kind of work your way down, you catch smell of an odor, for sure. You have caught whiff of something foul. When you had first met the Vistani, they had said that based on where you were and uh, their suspicion about how you needed to get out, and that your map clean, uh, seemed to be pointing towards uh, sh- the, a chalet at the far end of, of, uh, of the map here in the lower left-hand corner, which they described as a cursed place. They were, there had been a great evil that occurred there, and that to their, uh, to their detriment, tried to persuade you that that was not necessary to go to, but uh, alas, the the map does seem to be bringing you that direction. But they had suspected at the time that uh, you would get to the house early evening. Your path has been a little bit delayed here. So as you are crossing the bridge, you can see to the south, the shell of a long dead volcano, which Looking at the map, you are attributing to uh, what's called the Scorch of the Red Worm. On the map, it seems active and fissurous and smoky, but here it seems less a active volcano and more just a, a empty shell. But beyond, in the shadow of the mountain, you also see a large house. Uh, it's a small castle or a large house, depending on your perspective. I mean, you figure that it's probably a good hour or so away from where you currently are. You also notice on this side of the bridge that the overall atmosphere is somewhat different. The ground is swampier and a little fetid, a little stinky. It is, everything is a little grayer. There's a chill in the air, but there definitely seems to be some sort of environmental change once you're on the side of the bridge. There's just a difference in the way the the ground feels beneath your feet and the way that the atmosphere kind of hangs off of you a little thicker. It's It's a little foggy. There's low, thick, dense fog hanging over the swamp, and it just feels a little bit disconcerting. Handy. I... Off in the distance, away from where you are, you see some strange creature kind of prowling through the muck. Describe it, and what is the intent of the creature? So if it's off in the the muck and the mire, it would probably be some form of spider, ilk. How big a spider are we talking? I would say a good-sized spider, fist-size. Building a web, trying to catch itself some some rodentia for mm. for a meal. Excellent, excellent, absolutely fabulous. And on as you are again walking down the path, you see some sign that at some point in time someone came under some distress as they were walking by the road here. What is the evidence that you see of this distress? There appears to be some tracks, uneven 
turned ground. Looks like the earth is turned up at the, uh, the, the tips where the front of the feet would be, showing that there was some haste, an unsteady gait. Some of the footsteps appear to be rotated as if looking over their shoulder while running. Excellent. Fabulous. Searches the sands as you are walking down the road with everybody. You see Anon curiously looking at these tracks off in the mud just off the path. What is it that was chasing the person or creature that was being chased? It's hard to tell, but there appears to be some sort of almost large quadrupedal creature paws amidst these tracks. Alarai. Again, Anon and searches, they, with the eyes of, uh, of skilled naturists, are pointing out these tracks on the side of the road where clearly uh, something was being chased by something else more sinister. What was the result? Did what was being chased get caught by the chaser? Well, off of our path, following the trail of the guffle, there's a couple of splatters of blood. Not a lot, but I feel that the paw prints that are leading away are appear heavier than the ones that were walking towards. So I, I feel that whatever the aggressor was, it caught its prey. Alright. Kess, you see this story of this tale unfold in front of you with the creatures and everything like this. Your eye is gone to something different on the side of the path. You see flora, which you have never seen before. Something unusual and queer. Could you describe to me what it is uh, this flower or this plant looks like and what is it that draws your attention to? I'm really intrigued because the leaves aren't green. They're blood red and they seem to come in threes. The blossoms are black. Mm. Tiny black blossoms. Fabulous. And it's growing in profusion down the path. Ugh. Excellent. Kilvarex, when Kess points out this trail of, uh, of flowers and queer leaves, it reminds you of a plant that you heard of before. Something that has some sort of either an effect for good or for ill if you consume it. What is the effect of the plant that this reminds you of, whether it's the same plant or not? It reminds me of the soldier's curse, a vine that grows in my homeland that when you are on campaign and there's nothing left to eat, you will find to eat, but it'll tend you to go insane the more you eat. So as you are walking down the road, again, you pass by this, this abandoned shell and you can see the shell of a volcano and, and you can see in the, in the rock formations, large claw marks as if some larger cousin dragon to the wyvern which attacked you earlier probably lived at some point but there doesn't seem to be any smoke rising from the caldera anymore it seems seems long extinct again sort of adding to your theory that this map is quite aged it was probably written some time ago uh, uh, and that history has has changed somewhat and as you pass the scorch of the red worm, you find yourself coming up on a somewhat small chalet, for lack of a better term. And even along the roadside, there is a, a sign written in an archaic script with an arrow pointing to the house and calling it Chalet Brantifax. As you approach the, uh, approach the house, you find yourself at the front door to the chalet. It looks to be 
roughly two to three stories tall. There is no knocker or no bar on the front door. Uh, It has a red tile roof. Seems that there was a circular room or staircase and the top story of that circular room has collapsed. So the chalet is in somewhat disrepair. Going in the front door seems a bit obvious. Do we want to circle and see what's around first and then start digging in? We'll just go straight in. Does there appear to be some dust on the steps or has it been recently disturbed? Give me, please, a investigation check. That would be an eight. You see Anon starting to kind of poke around the, the stairs at the front there. I don't know, Anon, uh, uh, do you describe what you're doing or, or are you just sort of poking around? I gesture with my staff to kind of just uh, see if I can scrape the steps, see if I uh, if there's any dust I can mark against with the uh, tip of my spear. So he seems to be he seems to be poking at the dust, but has Anon, you don't notice anything there doesn't seem to be any dust, but there doesn't seem to be any evidence of entrance either. So like the fact that there is no dust is somewhat unusual, but it doesn't also seem like somebody has walked here recently. The stairs don't seem to be uh, used recently. How desperately do we wish to know if anyone resides here? We could always knock. I can also search for signs of intelligence within. Alari, since you had asked if you could join in the investigation, I will give you bit this bit here. Your keen ears pick up what sounds like a rutting hog snorting and, and rough, rustling through some part of the house. Okay. okay that so- is evidence that something is here. Examining the perimeter to see if all entrances are barred would let us know if someone let it in or if it is just wild hog let's wait a second and i'm i would like to look before those stone steps into the muck and then up the stairs to the door is the door open or closed uh the door is closed but it is it doesn't seem to be barred or there's no like knocker or anything so what alari would like to look for is footprints in the muck or the dirt or whatever going up to the stairs where there would be track sure Give me um, your investigation check. Candy will go over and look in the window. Sure. And I got an 18. Fabulous. There do seem to be some tracks in, in the mud. There are like boot prints, which are fresh, but not super fresh, probably within a week or so. There are various animal prints kind of in the, in the mud and anything like that. Deer, elk, you know, that sort of thing. Curiously, though, you don't see hog prints. Hmm. Do the boot prints go to the door or do they go around the house? Neither. So you see boot prints approach the house and then they don't seem to go in the house and they don't seem to go around the house. They seem to stop before the stairs. And don't walk away. I'm going to go around the house. Anyone want to come with me? So Candy has already moved up to, to around the side there. Are you going to go with him? No, I am not. I've been waiting to go around the house, mm-hmm. and Kilvarex had suggested it as well. Candy okay. went off in the other direction. I would go around to the left. Okay, so let's divide up here. So Searches and Alari and Anon, are either of you going with either party, or are you letting them go off by themselves or cho- and choosing a third path? I believe it's normal human custom to knock on doors and then enter 
Okay, so would you uh, sidle up to the door and knock on it? How solid is the door? You know, is the jam tight to the floor? Are there any gaps or openings? The house is in somewhat disrepair on its upper levels. On the bottom level, it seems like it is sort of maintained-ish, but it seems like it's not maintained by an expert hand. It's Mm -hmm. definitely not the glory that it used to be, but like if the door had fallen off the hinges, it had been put back on the hinges, but not quite straight, that sort of thing. But not necessarily gaps that a snake could slither through. Uh, Correct. So Anon, you had said, talking about knocking on the door, is that, uh, would you like to do that before... Um, I would like to allow the uh, the rest of the party to uh, proceed. I'll give them a, a head start before uh, knocking on yep. the door. Fair enough. Searches the sands? Uh, searches will head up with candy. With candy, okay. It's a three-way split. It's a three-way <laughs> split. All right. Anon, does it look like you're going to go up to the door and knock? That is my intention. Then Alari will put herself right at the corner of the building. Right around mm-hmm. that corner, just out of sight of the door, where I can see Anon, but they okay. they can't necessarily see me. My snake okay. will stay with Anon and Alaray. Okie dokie. We're going to start then first with searches and candy. So as you move your way around the house, you peer in the windows to the room. It's a largish window. You see spacious room. You're kind of at a, at a bulge in uh, the northern wall that's, uh, that's covered in windows. The windows are, are cracked, pieces missing out of them, and kind of north beyond the chalet is, again, just a foggy, misty valley. You see uh, dusty sheets covering most of the furnishings, cobwebs stretching, and you can see sort of the silhouettes of some like hunting trophies, uh, maybe like an antelope or something like that. Okay. And how big does the room appear? Does it, can we see any other exits or entrances, doorways, things like that? Yep, you certainly can. So there are several doorways in the room. Uh, most of them are closed and you just see a hallway extending to the south, but you can't see down. It's, it's too dark. The window itself, uh, glass panes. Yep. Cracked and broken. They're not whole anymore. Um, does it appear to be a lift or a swing or lift. does it, op- or does it not open at all? Uh, nope. They, 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 they are lift windows. Searches the sands. Do you think that entrance would be appropriate or shall we pursue the rest of the building? Peruse the rest of the building. We should get a firm lay of the land before we continue in and corner ourselves. I have no doubt that whatever is within, I can handle. Potentially foolish words. I'd rather be safe. Nod at, searches the sands and kind of pop a piece of ribbon candy into his mouth and start moving around the other side of the bump out. Okay. So as you move around, uh, again, you sort of see, as you're around the corner, uh, there are no more windows on sort of this side of the room, but uh, you do see, again, the kind of the back side of that large turret-shaped building. There is a, a small window, um, and again, from here, you are on the outside of the uh, of, a, of a round, again, colonnade-type thing. Up on the third floor, this is the bit of the building that is 
crushed in. Right in front of you is a very small window. Inside that window, again, you see a circular chamber. There's a large oak dining room table surrounded by six high-backed chairs. They're all carved with images of stags on them. Mm -hmm. And above the table is a gaudy chandelier, like one of those wrought iron crystal chandeliers. Um, You see uh, puddles of water on the flagstone uh, below. And the the windows, again, on the circular chamber are are broken. So the, uh, the other thing that kind of stands out in this room is that there is a large fireplace that is in the uh, like on the far side of the room from where you are, so like a like diagonal into the southeast of where you are. Uh, the fireplace is is blackened with soot, but doesn't look like it's been lit in some time. And uh, size of this window, like are we talking like, a, like an arrow slit? Yeah, it's it's small. It's maybe like a like a foot like, wide. Like a portal. Um, yeah, as you look through it, there's another one of similar size, like down to the southwest of the circular room, but that's that's really the extent of it. Kess and Kilvarax. So you are beginning to walk around the, the building. Uh, and again, you see, uh, as you kind of round around this corner, you see two windows, you know, or like one kind of largest window kind of facing to the north of you here. If you look into uh, that room, the room is actually sort of set um, set up a little bit. So Kilvarax, you can see into the window. Kess, if you got on Kilvarax's shoulders, you would be able to see in it. It is arranged like a parlor more than anything else. Uh, there's a there's a low table, a handful of overstuffed chairs and sofas, some other furniture. There's a cabinet uh, full of glass decanters, wine goblets, stuff like that. There's a large gilded harp in one of the corners, and there is a staircase that looks like it goes up to to the second floor. I uh, turn to, to Kilvarix and I say, come into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. See anything suspicious? Shall we continue? As you round the corner, you can also see a wrought iron fence with a large gate to the south of you. The wrought iron fence is about seven feet tall and uh, set into the north side of the enclosure. So on the gate that you can see is the name Brantifax, B-R-A-N-T-I-F-A-X. It's working to the archway above the gate. In the yard, um, you can see a handful of graves uh, and gravestones. What do you think? Should we go check out those graves or continue around the house? I say we continue around the house. I don't, uh, I don't relish digging up dead people or looking over and uh, disturbing their slumber. So I'm going to snake around on the inside of the trees, really close to the house, to see okay. if I can see anything under those trees. Sure. Curious about the trees. In the, the bushes there outside, more so in the, the bush that's kind of closest to where you're currently standing, you, you see something curious. It looks almost like bacon fat, kind of like, you know how like when bacon fat congeals, it kind of gets that like yellowy, pale color to it. And kind of judging the trajectory of where it is on the tree and everything like that, um, it seems like it was thrown out uh, the window that you're now standing in front of. And through that window, you can smell sort of this like presence of meals past, right? As if like, you know, this is, you're, you're at the kitchen and it's like the, the smells of, pre- of previous food are like trapped in the wood of the cabinets. So it's like, it's a kitchen that hasn't been used in quite some time, but it still smells like it was quite active. 
almost everything you would expect to see in a kitchen of this size you can see here. And it's a good 20 feet by, by 20 feet. So it's a good size kitchen. About anything you can see in a kitchen of this size can be found, including uh, dish filled cupboards, cleaning supplies, and cooking utensils. Uh, and you see a couple of mice scurry across the table. So I see mice. Do I see any other evidence? Um, I'm curious because we heard a hog and this is the obvious place to come for food. Do I see any other evidence that other animals have been in this room? Give me an investigation check, please. Eight. You see no other evidence of any other animals other than some mice scurrying around. Inan and Alari, we're moving to you now. You find yourselves at the front of the door. Alari, you've positioned yourself sort of around the corner so that whatever would be on the door uh, couldn't see you. How do you proceed? I would like to officially say that I'm hidden. I would like to make my way slowly up the steps and kind of casually give the door a gentle push. As you push at it, the lock mechanism or the kind of the latch mechanism on it is aged and worn uh, and the door pushes open, revealing what looks like a cloakroom. Inside, uh, there is uh, a line of rusty iron hooks on the walls of the entrance foyer. Uh, Hanging from two of the hooks are a shovel and a rake. There is also a dusty cloak draped over one of the hooks next to a round-topped door in the south wall. As the door opens up, I'll uh, lightly tap on the door, knocking on it, and say, Hello, is anyone home? The door sort of creaks as you rap on it, and you hear the creaking door sort of, it almost seems as if it echoes from the house. And for just a second, you feel like it's just the, the dying sound of the creaking door. And then you hear distinctly from another part of the house, another creaking door and maybe footsteps but it's very hard to to determine and it seems to be coming from another from another floor not on this ground do i hear that or just a non just a non and the room is dusty it looks uh, misused, uh, unused the cloak that you see kind of on one of the hooks let less dusty and more like road dust right like as if it had been been worn but this room does not seem super used I'd like to make my way into the room and uh, stop at the, uh, uh, I have two doors in front of me. Yep. There's one to the south and one to the west. Do either one look to be more worn or used? The one to the west seems more used. The one to the south is barred shut. Alaric is going to quietly follow. Okay. As will the snake. I'd like to move towards the door on the west and uh, lightly rap on the door. Uh, there is no answer as you rap. Do I still hear the pig? Uh, you have not heard the pig since you heard I, it the first time. Just to uh, review, did it sound like it was inside the house? It did. Okay. I don't believe anyone's home. Shall we continue? You didn't hear anything? I hear nothing. Do you want me to go first? I think it's best if we weren't to appear to be sneaking about if someone was home. Okay. Then I am following your lead. I am just here as your backup. In that case, let's proceed cautiously. And I would like to uh, proceed through the west door. 
So as you open the west door, again, you see this large den-type area, covered furniture, the windows are broken. There is, again, cobwebs kind of stretched between various hunting trophies that are up on the walls. What is your passive perception? Both of us? Please. 11. 13. 13. And on, you know, you've been you've been very cautious about sort of like how the dust is laying and what the use of the room looks like. Above the fireplace, you notice that in the wood paneling there is a rectangular area that is darker than the paneling next to it, um, as if there used to be a picture hanging there that's no longer there. Is it a sizable rectangle? Yeah, fairly sizable, maybe like a uh, three feet tall and about two feet wide. Okay. Does the fireplace look used so at all recently or at all? No, it does not look like it has been used. Again, it's sort of covered in like old soot. It hasn't been cleaned in a very long time and it has not been used in probably in, in longer. So it's just, it's like old black soot in the, uh, in the fireplace. Is the room well lit or is it dark? It, it's, it's pretty dark outside and you don't see, um, there are like, there are like sconces with candles in them and stuff like that, but there's no uh, there's no real lighting in here, and it's getting dark outside, so it's getting tougher to see. Candy and searches. You find yourself looking in on the dining room with the oak tables and such. What would you like to do? I'll look at searches and I'll kind of hold out my pouch. Would you care for a hardened confection? Of course. A little road snack as we continue searching around. Hand it to him and kind of start moving around the tower. There's another little window over on the other side. There is. And as you round towards it, you see off to the east here, you see... There is a seven-foot-tall wrought iron fence. You see the backside of some gravestones. The, uh, the gate is off to the north side of the, uh, of the fence, but it's, it's like a seven-foot-tall wrought iron fence. Interesting. Someone obviously cared enough for their honored dead to inter them. Um, are the two of you trying to be stealthy at all? Stealth is not exactly my game. Uh, searches it's definitely your game are you being stealthier than usual yes i'm kind of stumping around while i let candy kind of sort of draw any attention all right Cass, you you definitely hear something kind of off to your west um at least one creature kind of moving around the building so the so jangling we'll get, of armor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. If you're wearing armor specifically, you, you hear armor sounds. We'll get to you in a minute, though. I wear um, armor that gives me disadvantage to stealth. <laughs> searches candy? You, you, uh, what would you like to do? The gravestones, the graves. Uh, does that area look well kept? Has it been trimmed? Are the graves disturbed? Are the stones intact? Uh, it's tough to kind of see from this side through the wrought iron, um, and you're a good, you know, 35 feet away from it at this point. So it's not like a wide bars. It's it's tight. Yeah, it's 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 fairly tight, like wrought iron. 
the stones look old. Um, you can definitely tell that. Like they're, they're like weather worn and stuff like that. But beyond that, yeah, it doesn't seem like anyone has been in here to mow the grass in a long time. You know that kind of thing. It's a. Uh, uh, it's definitely been some time since someone has been. Well, we did hear the pig earlier. So mm -hmm. does any of the grass look like animals might have been chewing on it? Signs of, of mm -hmm. goats or something yeah. like that? Give me a nature check, please. Uh, that would be a 22. Fabulous. Not as far as you can tell. It seems like the, really there have been no no ground keep or anything. Nothing, nothing really kind of keeping to the grounds. One interesting thing that you see, though, um, mm -hmm. is, and this this does sort of make sense because now that you're kind of staring up the uh, the circular colonnade, there are uh, there are birds kind of flying around, um, but there does seem to be an inordinate amount of guano on this side of the town, which would okay. make sense. I mean, this is where the birds seem to be to be circling. That just seems to be uh, be pretty common. Over here. Any other signs of wildlife other than uh, the birds? Uh, again, kind of the the occasional like deer track, antelope okay. track, that kind of thing, but nothing nothing domesticated and nothing intentional. More just okay. kind of um, you see like like mouse droppings and like mouse. You probably see mice like scurrying through the grass and stuff like that too. Um, you can hear owls hooting in the trees nearby. You know that sort of thing. Do your kind inter their deceased searches? We do not typically, but in my experience, those who are truly wealthy and powerful will bury their greatest treasures with them. Perhaps what we seek is there. That seems a foolish notion when the goods could be used for the betterment of one's kind. It is how you show you are powerful, though. You don't need these items, so you bury them. But they could be useful to us. Nod at him. Kess and Kilvarax. So Kest kind of skunked a, a slunk around the uh, the corner of the building here. Did you follow, or did you let her slink? Kilvarks would follow at a distance because she knows he knows she likes to kind of slink off a little bit. So not trying to disrupt her. Uh... You can see some shadows moving on the far side of the building, about sixty feet away from you. You can hear the clink of armor, which, again, knowing that Candy and Searches went the other direction around the building probably isn't too much of a surprise. You are used to the sound of war, but... Uh, well, I'll just keep an eye out there, expecting it to be them, and then kind of just be ready in case I have to throw a firebolt. Yep. <laughs> Kess, how about you? So I turn to Kilvarex and I say, Hey, Kills, I can't really see in this window. Do you want to come check it out? And there's one more window here. Coming. I think the others are just around the corner. And I'll jump well, over. We're doing what Simeon would do. Yep. Going to the left. Uh, are you two attempting to be uh, sneaky in this conversation at all? Kilvarix is not sneaky. All right. He doesn't have um, a sneaky bone. In his so <laughs> Candy and, and searches. There is clearly Kilvarix, the dragonborn, mm -hmm. talking, talking with uh, who you would presume to be Cass just beyond kind of the round bit of the, of the turret here. But meanwhile, Kess is being super sneaky. Yep. Do you continue around to join them, or do you kind of stay where you are, Candy and Searchers? We've seen everything that there is to see through these kind of portholes. Mm -hmm. I will move towards them, but not all the way up to them, because I still want to peek between the slats of this wrought iron fence. All right, and uh, Searchers, how about you? Yeah, search is, is going to move up to the fence as well and 
Yep. Does it look not too difficult to climb? Uh, it's seven feet tall. It would be a little tricky getting over the sharp bits at the top, but you also see about 20 feet along the fence here that there's a gate on the north side. So you could climb it if you wish. Wouldn't have to. Searches will start heading towards the gate. And do you wish to open the gate? I check out the hinges and whatnot to see if it might make a uh, loud screeching noise. Give me investigation check. How, how familiar are you with mechanical things? I would say relatively. I mean, he's a trained archaeologist, so he's used to dealing with getting yep. into places and particularly trapped whatnot. Yep, uh, investigation sure. was 18. You definitely think that it would uh, it would screech when you open it. Um, it probably has not been opened in significant time. All right. Seeing that, he's actually going to draw his bow, and he's going to pull back on the string as a silvery, misty arrow forms, and he's going to aim towards the middle of the graveyard, and as he lets go of the arrow, his entire form turns into mist and follows it as he misty steps into the middle of the graveyard. Oh, that's fabulous. Anon and Alarai, you find yourselves in the den section of the house here. There is that staircase uh, to the south that kind of leads up to that, that semi-floor that we were talking about earlier. There is a, uh, a door slightly ajar to yourself uh, and a, a hallway to the south also. Are there uh, any candles about to light viewing or are we... Uh don't have any other light sources available to us. There are indeed some candles left in the sconces. They're they're well worn, but they seem like they would be usable. Uh, or I do we need to light some candles to see? It I, goes dark in the room. I don't think so. So long as you can see me, I can see. You'll need to lead the way then. I can do that. Alaray would like to peek in that ajar door. So as you, yes, yeah, so you, you peek in the open door, it looks like a, like a kitchen from where you can see, you know, you can see like a table with cooking utensils on it. Definitely smells like, like a kitchen, but like it hasn't been used in some time. Nothing has been cooked in it in a very, very long time, but that when it was in use, it was used all the time and a lot. Like uh, you can kind of smell like old turkey in the wood and like butter and Got bacon yep. and you know you can see like mice scurrying around you smell like stale bread and things like that no pigs you don't see any pigs do you want an investigation check to see if there is any evidence of pigs i would go ahead did you want perception or investigation investigation please all righty that will be a 14 you see no evidence of pigs then uh, do we see some shady characters outside of the window of the kitchen. Uh, you do. So Kesson Kilvarex, you see. Well, so she was kind of like half behind the closed door there. So that's that's more difficult. But you do see. Uh, you can see someone kind of shadows moving inside uh, inside the room. They seem rather furbog and turtle shaped. Mm -hmm. So seems to make sense. Alari, as you are moving from the door to the hallway here, so you have did not hear the creaking floorboards last time. You were still outside. You hear what sounds like someone dragging something heavy across the floor. And it sounds like it's coming from directly above
So everybody on the outside, you have seen searches the sands, misty step through the gate into the graveyard proper. Does anybody choose to join him? I'm just looking through the grates. Nothing really to to be uh, learned beyond what you've already seen. The the stones are weathered. The grass is unmowed. Looks like that there is grass covering the the, the burial mounds. Mm-hmm. Or so are they exposed? Is there dirt? Were they dug up recently? Give me an investigation check. It's a twenty two. One of the graves is significantly newer than the other three. The other three are fairly like to the point that it's kind of tough to tell like which grave was first sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But one of the graves is significantly newer. Can't tell which one was first, but can definitely tell which one, which was, one last. was last. <laughs> and that would be which one? The third one down, which is unusual. Searches, if you could, closer to that recently disturbed earth from a closer vantage point. Does it look like something was put in or something made its egress? There is an easy way of telling that. And I will pull out my shovel and I will start digging a little bit. Excellent. While he is digging, <laughs> I need everyone, please, to give me their initiative roles. A minute ago, when you asked whether any of us wanted to join him, mm-hmm. I do. Okay. If I can do that before we hit the initiative. That that would be fine because there's some conversation and stuff. How are you choosing to go in? Are you going to just walk through the gate or are you going to misty step in or... Well, how are you going to do it? Well, you know me, mm-hmm. or rather, you know Cass. I do. So Cass can jump six feet vertically with a mm-hmm. 10-foot running start. So runs up, unhooks the three-section staff, leaps to near the top of the gate, mm-hmm. hooks the staff over it, and hikes herself over and jumps down neatly. Fabulous. Uh, the top of the gate is spiked, so I'm going to need an athletics check, please. Spikes yes. don't bother me. That's why I use the three-section staff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Dope monk upcoming. <laughs> <laughs> that was the plan. 14. 14? Take one point of damage. You you nicked your hand on one of the spikes on the way by. Well, I would think this was just dexterity, but okay. Mm-hmm. I don't have any strengths. I just have yep. style. Yep. Okay, but I nicked my hand. Yep, but you're in. Um, so I need your initiatives, please. Uh, Kilvarix? Natural 20. Excellent. Uh, Kess, please. That's a 12. Thank you. Alara? 22. But not a natural 20? No. Uh, searches? 11. Excellent. Candy? 11. And Anon. Well, actually, excuse me. Anon and Alari, you all are inside the building, so you don't get to play. So, searches, are you doing anything before... You begin your digging. Uh, I guess I would just briefly survey the ground looking for a good place to start digging. Yep, that's that's fine. You can certainly, um, again, in the situation that you're in, this grave is newer than the other three, but it's still pretty overgrown. So there's not like a best place to start digging. It's just sort of dig. As you begin digging, you're digging down far enough that you would eventually expect to feel a coffin or something underneath. Do you get into the grave or do you do it from up top or how do you dig? Uh, I would stay out of it as long as I could, but eventually if needed, I would get into it. I would think that you would have to get in eventually. Yes. So as you are digging, you 
pull out a shovel full of dirt, uh, and a disembodied hand runs up the handle of your shovel and attacks you. And you take four points of slashing damage. If you have a reaction, you can use it here, but otherwise we'll begin the round. Kilvarix, something has happened in the in the graveyard section. You heard searches surprisingly yell <laughs> as he uh, as he got hit. So, do I see the hand and whatnot? It's in the grave right now, so probably not. But I heard the commotion. You do. You hear you hear him commoting. Okay, I'm gonna run over to the gate and ask, "Is everything all right?" Kess is gonna yell out, "No." Next time on the Book of the Raven. You can see now a second hand beginning to dig itself out of the dirt and a twisted body with this demonic face on it. You are frightened and paralyzed. As the fight wages on, from beyond the wall of the graveyard, something that looks like a flame bolt, Kilvarix, you have seen this before, shoots from something flying in the air. If joining the Tabletop Journey's actual play games sounds like the kind of fun you're looking for, be sure to check out patreon.com slash ttjourneys where patrons of the Tabletop Journeys podcast not only get early access to all of our episodes but they get the opportunity to play in our monthly actual play games where the dice are wild and we make every role legendary. <laughs>